Welcome back to the Mass Q Get a Q podcast. My name is Brandon Hall. I'm pleased to be joined today by Aaron Fisher. Aaron is the pre K to 12 technology integration facilitator for the East Bridgewater Public Schools, a Mass Q board member, and a member of the Communication and Awards Committee. She is also co host of the monthly Mass Q Twitter chats, and you can find her on Twitter at Mrs. Aaron Fisher. Aaron, welcome. Hi, Brandon. Nice to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for taking some of your summer to talk to us. So you want to talk today about Screencastify. What is Screencastify? Oh, Screencastify is one of my favorite, favorite tools. I have to say it's probably my most favorite um, tech tool in the toolbox. And basically, it's a screen recorder, um, but it does so much more than that. You can screencast from your desktop or Chromebook. You can also use the webcam option and record live video. You can do both and have screencasting and also have a little uh, corner live video option as well. And um, it's just a great free screen recording tool. And how do you sign up for Screencastify? So how would you get it on your device? Oh, it's super easy. You can either go to screencastify.com and sign up there, or you can go to the Chrome Web Store, which after you sign up, you'll have to do anyway, and install the extension. It is an extension. Um, and once you sign up for that extension, it will have you fill out your information and it, it connects to your Google account. So it is a Google tool um, and it will integrate automatically with your Google account. So it gives you the single sign on option through Google, which is great. Yes. Yes, it does. It's, a, it's an awesome extension. How safe is Screencastify to use in a classroom? This is a great question. And we should, of course, always be concerned with our student safety if we're going to be using this with students. Um, you can go to the screencastify.com privacy center, and they have a whole policy that shows all of their um, compliance. They are COPA compliant and FERPA compi compliant. Um, they are in the CSPC, the California Student Privacy Certified ikeepsafe.org um, compliance alliance um, and they have a great policy you can read there on their website so they are also very concerned with privacy um, and they do protect claim to protect your data and respect your right to privacy awesome exactly what we want out of a tech tool right mm -hmm. you got it yeah so how now how do you use this as a tech integrator um, personally, for myself as a tech integrator in my role, I frequently use Screencastify. Um, I have over 1,800 videos actually to make tech tutorials. So every week I post um, a blog post on my blog, fishingonamission.com, and I frequently will show a popular tech tool and how to use it. Um, and I use Screencastify for this. So I will record from my desktop. Um, for instance, when Gmail released the scheduling email feature, I went into my email and mimicked how to schedule an outgoing email and I used Screencastify to do this and it's great because it takes just 30 seconds to record the video start to finish and it gives me a link and I just pop it right into my blog it embeds really nicely into my blog um, because you can push it out to YouTube actually if you choose to or you can leave it as a Google Drive mp4 which is a video file and um, it's a quick way for me to teach um, a wide variety of staff how to use this tool in one quick clip so that's how I use it in my own role as tech integrator to really showcase new tools and new updates for all of our staff I really like the integration with Google Drive uh, personally that's my favorite part of screencastify that you know when I when I make my screencast it, it automatically uploads to drive it doesn't there's not like a like a, an extra step in there that you have to make happen to make this work. I really 
I, I think that's one of the best features of it, personally. I, I couldn't agree more, Brandon. And that's that's free. It, Screencastify will automatically create a folder in your Google Drive. It will title it Screencastify. And um, it puts all the videos right in there so you don't ever have to worry about losing them. And then you also have the option as well to push it right out to your YouTube account, which all Google accounts are connected to YouTube as well. So if you want to have a broader audience um, and not worry about those that don't have Google accounts seeing the video for any type of, you know, problem, if they have that, um, you can push it out to YouTube as well. That's really great. So how do you use it with staff then? Um, so ways we've used it with staff is it's a really popular tool to flip your classroom. So we have many staff members, um, primarily many in our high school level, that will use Screencastify to show processes or um, go over their Google Slides and their content, and they will flip their classroom. They'll put... Um, They'll, they'll use Screencastify almost as like a narration tool on some of their content that they have on um, many of them use Google Slides. And they will use the drawing tools. Screencastify is a great toolbox with um, tools you can use to annotate on your screen as you talk. And they almost use it to narrate their content and then use the, the drawing tools to highlight specific items. And then they'll push that video right out to Google Classroom so students can view it before coming to class. And then their class time is spent so much more useful um, really working together rather than having to go over necessary content. And it's the same with math. A lot of our math teachers will use it to um, model a math process. And they actually use the webcam option rather than the screencast option. And they will show themselves writing out the math steps and use those videos to flip their classroom. So more of their time can be spent with students and not up at the board showing the skill. So it gives them the opportunity to create those Khan Academy style videos for those who are familiar with that. You got it. And if you ever listen to Khan, the whole reason he invented Khan Academy was to help his cousin because his cousin just liked to hear a familiar voice. And yes, we as teachers can go find a million videos, but at the end of the day, your students really love hearing your voice and seeing your way of doing things. And it, it really gives them a comfort as well. Yeah, imagine that. That connection with his cousin has led to this this amazing product that is available to everybody. Um, and you're absolutely right on that, on that comfort level of hearing your teacher explain something and be able to go back and then stop the video and think about what the process was and then restart it or go backwards and see the process happen a couple of times before you get it. Great for special education students. Yes. Uh, another great way our teachers use it is actually for sub plans. So rather than leave, um, you know, their sub plans written up on the desk for a substitute to come in, they will still do that, but they'll also post them in Google Classroom with a video and they'll go over the sub plans using Screencastify and explain exactly to the students what's happening. So it puts a lot of ownership on the student when the teacher is out as well to really follow those sub plans because the teacher is doing their best to clarify them. So we find that um, Screencastify is a great tool as well. In addition to flipping the classroom and providing tutorials, um, it's a great tool for leaving subplans. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, now, what do you use it with kids for? Oh, Screencastify is one of my favorite tools. I know I've already said that, but to go into the classroom and use with students. So I'll go over a few lessons we've done this year using this awesome tool. Um, one of our first lessons we used this year was in the, uh, this past school year, and we'll do it again this upcoming school year, um, was we do the digestives track in sixth grade science. So um, in the fall, we were covering digestion and the digestive system, and the students um, created stop motion animation animation 
um, videos, they used Google Slides to create the stop motion animation. And that idea was inspired by Eric Kurtz on his blog, Control Alt Achieve. He does a great post about stop motion animation using Google Slides. So we did that. And rather than have the, the slides, once we made them automatically play, what the students did was they launched it and then they launched Screencastify over it. And they would just hit the um, over button to advance the slides using this and because it was the stop motion animation, there was about a hundred slides in there. And it looked as though the food was traveling through the digestive tract and the students would speak. They would stop at a certain slide and speak about where the food was in the digestive tract. And then they would advance a few more slides and speak about it again. And so it looked like this nice animation of the food going through the digestive tract and the students explaining exactly what was happening. Wow, what an incredible process that is. (laughs) How powerful to have students work on something like that and get a, a, a result like that. It's just incredible. It was, it was a great lesson. It's one of my favorite. I can't wait to, to do it again this fall. Yeah. The kids love it. We love it. And of course, you know, what sixth grader doesn't love talking about the end result of the food at the end of the digestive tract. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I can think of my own four-year-old thinking the same thing. Uh, Yeah. But that sixth grader feels the same way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I did a couple of stop animations with Screencastify earlier in the year with, um, uh, doing the quadratic equation. And, you know, I worked with a math teacher um, to kind of show teachers what the abilities, some of the abilities of Screencastify. And, you know, he he taught me, he retaught me about the quadratic equation. Um, and we, you know, we said that if Tom Brady throws a football, um, you know, from approximate height of about six feet and, you know, the, the ball, he throws it at a certain velocity, how far will it travel? How long will it travel through the air? Um, we did it with a little clay Tom Brady um, and a little clay football and, and advanced, you know, took a photo of each one. Um, and then another one with a math teacher doing DNA replication. And he did, he actually did the lesson in his class with, with Play-Doh, uh, and he put the Play-Doh out on the table and, you know, a double helix and, um, having all the different things happen to the double helix as the DNA replication is occurring. It was, it was crazy to watch the kids. So much fun. Yeah, it was crazy to watch the kids do it. And, you know, he's got the, the, the old black science tables, which are really great for it. Um, I'm not sure if you know, but you can write in chalk on those. Um, and they, and the chalk, like with the black table and the white chalk, it, it looks really good. Um, and and the, the, the lessons that he came out with this were just incredible. So, uh, he was a big fan of Screencastify too. It's such a versatile tool. Right. Right. Yeah. Another great lesson we did this year, and this was inspired by one of our music teachers. She reached out to me and she said, I really want to teach the students about Foley artists and a Foley artist is the artist behind the scenes in movies that creates the sound effects. So she said, I want to know a tool I can use so the kids can be Foley artists. And I said, oh, that's easy. Screencastify. So we used a Doritos commercial that is on YouTube. Um, You can search it. And we muted YouTube and the kids put Screencastify over it and created all the sound effects that were in the commercial (laughs) and kind of dubbed over it. And it was a great lesson. And they really learned about um, Foley artists and the work that goes into making sound effects. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it was a really great lesson. It was really fun. So if you were to say like a pro tip now for Screencastify, what's something that, you know, a power user like yourself does? Now, I know Screencastify does have a free version and and it gives a certain number of videos per month. And then there's a paid version that has unlimited, Mm -hmm. correct? There is. The free version gives you a maximum of 10 minutes of recording time, which is great. And you get 50 recordings a month. 
So that is really more than enough for a classroom teacher or a student that's using the tool. Their free option is really generous. Um, And when you use Screencastify, if you make an error, you simply just hit the re-record button and it does not count against your 50 recordings. So that's really nice as well. Um, And then, of course, the premium has, you know, a few more bells and whistles. I, I am a premium user because I use it so much in my job. I need more than 50 a month, but the classroom teacher, a student using it would, could certainly get by with 50 recordings a month. And if you did decide a premium account, it's only $24 for the entire year. Yeah, that's a pretty good so deal. So it's very reasonable. Um, and they're a great company. So they're a great company to support. They're always there for support if you need them. Um, a great pro tip, though, I would say, as a free user or a premium user, is in your Google Drive, all of your Screencastify videos automatically are put into your Google Drive, as we discussed, into a Screencastify folder. I would do yourself a favor and go take that entire folder and set it to anyone with the link can view. Because how often do we go to share a video or go to share an item and we forget about the uh, who can view it and who can see it? We send it out and some people come back and say, oh, I can't look at it. Um, And that's the same holds true with our Screencastify videos. So even though we record them, we may not have the privacy set on them so people can actually view them. So I go and make that whole folder um, anyone on the web can view. And you can view anyone with the link can view as well. Yeah, that's such a great tip too. Um, So what are you working on right now? Um, So currently right now it is summer. So I use Screencastify mainly to show tutorials of Google updates that happen over the summer. So I'll be doing quite a bit of that. Um, This year we are really knee deep in UDL, Universal Design for Learning, and really trying to implement those principles in our classrooms. So I'll be doing a lot of Screencastify um, with UDL and showing ways we can have like multiple means of representation of content. So I'll really be working with teachers this year to use Screencastify in almost that flipped model and having a lot of videos that are available for students that they can refer back to that show content or processes that are happening in the classroom with teachers. That's a big goal of mine this year. Um, And then also um, a new feature on premium is you can now extract just the audio, the MP3s from your Screencastify videos and as you know, with this podcast, podcasting has become quite the uh, popular media. So I want to do more podcasting and being able to extract some of the audio from Screencastify may help with that. Oh, yeah, so absolutely. We'll see how we're going to use that. And um, Google Slides had an update, too, where we can embed audio files. And Screencastify just released on Twitter. They released a post about how we can extract the MP3 audio from Screencastify videos. So we may be using some of those clips now in our Google Slides, which will be great. Yeah. And, you you know, you talked about the UDL model. And I I took my SEI course through a colleague of yours in East Bridgewater. And and we talked about the the accessibility of things for students Mm -hmm. who are who are English learners and um, through the UDL model and, and Screencastify is such a great product for that where you can create the screencast of, of what you're doing and those kids can sit back and watch it over and over and over again. Um, and with YouTube having closed caption features, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there, there's a lot, there's a lot you can do for, um, for special education students and for English learners and, um, just really great. It's incredibly powerful. I agree. It's incredibly powerful. Anything else you got going on? 
No, just uh, I'll be posting quite a few Screencastify videos on my blog weekly once the school year begins, fishnonamission.com. Um, so you'll see me using that. And um, one last tip I almost forgot is as a premium user, you can also export GIFs. So I've been playing with that and using a lot of the Screencastify GIF graphic image files. Oh, nice. Or GIF, however you say it, GIF or GIF. <laughs> So you'll see that coming, and we'll just be using the tool a lot more as the year goes on, among awesome. many other favorite EdTech tools. Yeah, that's great. So check out Erin. She's on Twitter at Mrs. Erin Fisher and her website, fishingonamission.com. Erin, um, thank you so much for ha- uh, coming on the podcast. Thank you, Brandon. And I love listening to all of the episodes, too. Thank so you. So I can't wait to hear about all the different EdTech tools I can integrate this year. Awesome. Thank you so much. Now to some listener mail. Leave us a voice message through Anchor and we might feature your comment or question on the next podcast. Get a Cue podcast has become my new favorite podcast to listen to on my commute. I love the tips that are being shared by educators that I can bring to the teachers that I work with every day and share with them. I think today's episode uh, with Dr. Kathy Collins was fantastic. Uh, her um, information about global education and the, the variety of tools that she shared to incorporate into your classroom to open up your students' world was fantastic. I really liked what she said about um, creating an opportunity to expand their, her students' worldview. And that's really what global education is all about. If you haven't been to the MassQ com- Fall Conference, Um, and attended the global ed section that Kathy started. When you get to the conference, and if you've never been to the conference, sign up right now. Uh, Registration opens August 1st. You need to attend. Thanks for listening. Be sure to rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and anywhere podcasts can be found. This is the Get a Cue podcast from MassQ, here to educate, connect, and inspire.